0: Good morning, this is meteorologist Drew Lerner of World Weather Incorporated, and this is your morning market weather update for Thursday, September the 14th. Not a lot of change occurred again in the last 12 or 24 hours. The model's all very consistent. Hurricane Lee is going to get closer to Maine, and certainly the uh, the watches and warnings are being released now across many areas from the New England coast into Nova Scotia. There's going to be a lot of storm surge uh, flooding that will take place while also expect to see some strong winds. The the storm, though, is encountering some significant wind shear now and will continue to do so as it approaches land in the northern parts of the western Atlantic. And once landfall does occur, it's likely to come in as a tropical storm. Actually, the system will be losing tropical characteristics, so it'll actually be a mid-latitude storm when it comes inland. Nevertheless, there'll be a lot of wind and there'll be a lot of rough seas and uh, some heavy rainfall that will likely lead to some flooding. Lee though is not expected to have a big agricultural impact. In the rest of the world there's not many other tropical cyclones that are threatening any kind of landmass. I am a little bit concerned about the new disturbance that will become a tropical depression in the next day or so out in the tropical Atlantic. That system could threaten Bermuda, although I think it may pass to the east of that island, but that's the only place that I see a significant uh, impact by any system. Margot is still over open water and we're expecting to see no significant tropical events in the western Pacific Ocean for a while. So with all that said, the rest of the weather patterns are going to change just a little bit in North America. We're going to see some wetter bias conditions evolving once Lee is out of the way. Uh, For the Midwest, we'll likely see some increase in precipitation taking place and that will likely occur as we get into the second half of next week. And certainly in the second week of the outlook, the 22nd through the 28th, we'll see a little bit more moisture occurring in hard red winter wheat areas as well as across the corn and soybean production region. The increase in precipitation is to be expected. It's that time of the year and there will be some disruption to farming activity. But as far as prolonged periods of rainy weather that's going to set back field work for an extended period of time, I'm not so convinced. I do think that we'll see another episode of tropical activity in the last days of September, more likely in early October, and that may uh, bring us back some drier weather once Again, depending on exactly where the tropical systems will be, I still believe there's a potential for some kind of a tropical event to be in the Caribbean or the Gulf of Mexico during that time period, and we'll be watching for a, maybe an impact on Mexico or you know, Texas, but this is all speculation, and I have no idea what I'm really saying, and you know that as well, most likely. Anyway, with that said, in the rest of the world, northern Australia's winter crop areas will continue to remain dry biased over the next two weeks. And the odds are pretty high that that particular area is going to see lower yields from all the unirrigated uh, uh, winter wheat and barley production that's going to be taking place. It's just not raining now. It's not going to rain. Uh, the whole month of September is going to be dry or nearly dry, and that's just not going to support any kind of favorable yields in unirrigated fields. Southern Australia picked up on some more rain yesterday, and we'll see it periodically, so the crops will stay in better shape down that way, especially in southwest half of Western Australia for the greatest rain rain fell yesterday. China is going to continue to see a good mix of weather across the north but the south will likely stay awfully wet and we do have a lot of problems with excess moisture in the interior parts of the south even in Guangdong and some areas in Fujian and that will likely be ongoing for a while. Northwestern India is still expecting to see a, a bunch of rain occur this weekend into early next week. That will likely uh, lead to some improvement for late season crops. Cotton uh, rice and even some ground nuts will likely benefit from that moisture. Uh, the uh, area in southern India will stay dry or biased until late this month when there might be some increase in precipitation. Eastern portions of Argentina, Uruguay and southern Brazil as well as southern Paraguay will continue to get periodic rain but western Argentina will stay dry biased and there may be a few showers in Mato Grosso and uh, Mato Grosso do Seoul but the precipitation is expected to be brief and light. I'm not convinced it'll be enough to support early planting of soybeans or first season corn, but there will be some precipitation that will evolve. And it looks like hard red winter wheat areas in the U.S. will be seeing additional rain. Uh, at first, we're going to see rain in Texas and Oklahoma over these next two or three days. Then as we get into the more active weather pattern next week, we'll send other precipitation opportunities into wheat areas and that will include areas all the way up into Kansas, maybe even parts of Nebraska. But it, this next round of precipitation will favor the eastern and southern parts of the region rather than the west. And so we'll be watching that situation. The delta will be dry for a week. The southeast U.S. will see a mix of precipitation over the next 10 days to two weeks. Pretty good environment there. Canada's prairies will see a good week of good harvest weather with limited precipitation. But as we move into the second week of the outlook, the eastern prairies may get some rain that would possibly disrupt some farming activity. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner.